Hi, Colin, my twin brother. Hello, Simon, my twin brother. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Peace and Podcast, episode 12. Thank you. That's so kind of you. Thank you. Same number as month of the year. Yes. Disciples. Yes. Size Um, of a dodecagon. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if 12 is the size of a dodecagon. Sides. 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 Okay, got you. That makes sense. Old pence and a shilling. Um, Baker's dozen minus one. (laughs) Just a a regular dozen. (laughs) A regular dozen. A regular dozen. Yeah. 12 seems to be... 12 is such a big deal in imperial measurements. It was all... I'm glad we got under imperial measurements. It was all 12 inches in this and 12... It's got a lot of factors, Carl. It does have a lot of factors, that's true. That's true. Has it got it, the X factor? Uh, it has, It has. I suppose, the eggs factor, if you buy a box of 12 eggs. <laughs> I would like this podcast to end, please. <laughs> Fine, we had a good run. <laughs> We've got over 100 subscribers now. What? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, guys? What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, we might, well, I mean, by the t- when they see this pop up, they might unsubscribe, so who knows? I think, um, they're, I think they're here for the um, for the eggs material. Some pretty solid egg stuff. Okay, okay. You want oh. more of that, do you? Okay. I've well, got I've, some, got, I've, I've got, got, got a lot there. of them. I'm a la- I'm lot of them. I'm a lot. I'm lot. Yep. a bit like lot. <laughs> no, I get you. Um, I, I bought some eggs today. I was I, I went for my fourth shop of uh, of of lockdown i think mm, and, were you uh, wearing your mask i was wearing my mask and the the one-way system in tesco is gone <gasps> uh, they're like no just no one ways no call you out to the checkout just do your thing breathe on whoever you want <laughs> embrace a stranger did you embrace a stranger <laughs> i did not embrace a stranger okay. and indeed um but I had a little chat with the uh, with the lady at the checkout who was very excited that I bought some burgers that were uh, that were new. Um, Ooh! I think she meant a new uh, <laughs> recipe slash. I assume so. <laughs> it's like all oh, these carrots are new too. Let me tell you, and this is people are going to look back at those that eggs uh, period of our podcast <laughs> with with fond nostalgia when they uh, hear me talk about the carrots in Tesco, but they were disgusting. The t- carrots like, in Tesco, very watery. I mean, like one of them was like. Seem to be rotten and cut in half, and ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I, bought, I bought some anyway, but you know, <laughs> did why not the rotten one? Okay, well, I'm proud of you for eating carrots, Colin. Oh, thank you, son. I appreciate that because <laughs> I know that you don't find it very easy to eat your fruit and vegetables every day. I eat, uh, I eat one portion of fruit and vegetables every day, like we're told to. Um, <laughs> I think we're told five cup at what? minimum, five, I do no. 15. <laughs> 15. I did see a study once that said 15. No one in the history of humanity has had 15 different portions of fruit and vegetable in a day. It's no, mad. That's probably true. Well, because you know how vegetables, like fruit and vegetables, you think, oh, hey, I'll have this smoothie. That's got my, like some banana or something. And then it turns out it's like 92% sugar. <laughs> yeah, smoothies are a con con. A long con. Sorry, it's actually quite a short con. You've well, bought it. That's all they want. Yeah, that's, that's what they're looking for. Not so innocent after all. Um, might say other smoothie varieties are available. <laughs> I don't. I don't shout out for the um, the the innocent one. I get Tesco's own. Do you see? You do still. You still drink the smoothies? Well, I haven't done for a while. I, I didn't get one today, and I kind of wish I had. I, I don't think I've had a smoothie for years. Not for years. No, they're great. A nice, uh, a nice uh, banana and strawberry smoothie. Hmm. You don't. You don't like bananas. No. Or strawberries. <laughs> I, I'll eat a strawberry. So you don't like bananas, but you'll eat banana smoothie. I like the flavour of bananas. It's a kind of what? So it's the texture you don't like. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since I had banana. Possibly well, I like heard, a banana. You've just been eating them underripe, I think. Because they do that sort of plasticky. Anyway, just top. This is why we've made it to episode twelve for this top content, content, if you will. <laughs> uh, phone in if you like bananas. Yeah. Colin's phone number is I mean I don't know your phone number <laughs> there's no mechanism for phoning us oh. <laughs> is that is that was that your phone number from your first ever phone it was my second ever phone I think second phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah try that it's in a drawer somewhere um, if we'd been recording this podcast but two hours earlier you'd have been hearing thudding from my roof all right. Well, this is they, the the latest in the in the roof tile extravaganza. Yeah, they've come and done something to it. I don't know what. I didn't talk to them. 
Right. Thankfully, despite it being on my roof, my neighbour has taken entire responsibility for it. And I've had nothing to do with it. I mean, I'm assuming they replaced the tile. <laughs> well, I lot. think they didn't. Okay. Well, they weren't planning to. I talked to them when they came round. Well, some other man. I don't know. Um, he said... Just a, just a guy walking past in the street and like, are you going to fix my tile? And he's like, no. <laughs> he just said he's going to put some lead under it. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise you have to do something with the casing or, I don't know, the... Look, I don't know. I just arrogated responsibility completely. Arrogate. Very mm-hmm. good. Very good. Um, thankfully, my lovely neighbour Sarah was more than happy to make up for my lack. I see, I've, I've had tiles replaced on my roof before. I just got a guy to come and do it. Well, you live in one of those, and I don't want to be rude, yeah. not How- grade two listed houses. No, my house is not uh, is not listed in any way. No. No. Like um, this boy... Great to listen for life. Um, well, congratulations for that. Thank you, Thank you very like, much. I feel like I could have lived in a great to listen house had I had I wanted. No, had I wanted to. Not for you. No, fair enough. But uh, I even claimed it on the the old insurance. I think it's the first time I've and the only time I've claimed something on my insurance. Oh, we might do that again. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> I mean, that feels like. Have you paid for anything for this? No. <laughs> Don't you feel that you should? <laughs> Well, it'll either come out of our insurance or our house account because we because we've got flats. We've got we have a shared house account for oh, right. for yeah, 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 repairs yeah. and stuff that Sarah operates, which is why she's doing it. Which presumably also pays for some sort of insurance. Oh, I, I pay I pay for insurance as well. We will pay in monthly for insurance. No, she sure. should have slipped them a fiver. No, like, no, thanks don't, for, don't thanks tip for a good job. Don't tip the tile guy. <laughs> no. Such a fraught world. Who knows? Who do you tip? The tile guy? No. The plumber? No. 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 <laughs> Taxi driver? Apparently also no. What? In, well, in this country, in Britain, uh, I, I don't know, I, I've only tipped a taxi driver once and he looks so surprised when I did it. I mean, um, I've never taken a taxi. So yeah. I've nothing to go on. Maybe I'm wrong, but he just seems so astonished that it, it made me too scared to do it again. Okay, talk um, me through. Like, how much was the fare? How much was the tip? The tip was like two quid. Okay. Um, the fare, I can't remember. Because he might have been shocked it wasn't enough. Well, maybe. He wasn't taking me far. This was... And I, I, was, a young, I was a young man. This is, I can't remember how young I was. But 38 I was, years ago. 38 years ago. Uh, yeah. not, not long out of uni, so he's so not that young. But, uh, Are you sure it was a taxi? Yes, I'm sure it was a taxi. It wasn't just... It wasn't just like a friend gave you a lift and you were like, here's two quid for your trouble. Well, if so, as a friend who's never spoken to me before or since, uh, maybe that's... Maybe well, as we've learned, you indiscriminately call anyone mate. So. Yes, yes. Uh, I did, I probably called him mate. I probably said thanks, mate. Oh, well, maybe mate. that's why he's confused, because you called him mate. He's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I've made a friend. Sure. Maybe we'll go to roller disco together. Yeah. Maybe we'll go to some sort of cake ago. tasting party. I think you're watching too much Netflix, Netflix <laughs> films, but okay. <laughs> Maybe we will give each other kidneys. Probably just a one-way thing on that. Um, and then you throw that back in his face with, with a two-pound coin. Which I literally did throw in his face, actually. Maybe that was part of the problem. But it's rare I take a taxi. But when I do, I'm just so amazed at how expensive it is that I'm just like, not adding any more money to that. Charge me like twenty five quid to go from back home from the station. No, thank you. Yeah, the margin's pretty high, isn't it? They're doing all right. Um, and like an American, I'm sure we have a, a cavalcade of American listeners. And I'm sure from from Indiana to Arkansas, they listen to us, and they will be shocked. Are they far apart from each other? Uh, I can't remember. No, I thought but, you learned where they all were recently. I did, but um, those are two of the tu- two of the tougher ones. Um, okay, and yeah. I think they're pretty close. I think they're pretty close. Shania Twain once said that. They would kiss all the way from Arkansas to Rome, so I'm su- okay. those are quite far away from each other. Yeah, but one of them's not an American state; it's, it's an Italian city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't, okay, can't argue with that. But listen to us, Simon, from Maine to California, um, which I oh. don't know where Maine is, but I'm going to assume um, West Coast. No, no, sorry, East Coast rather. East Coast. I can't remember my West and my East. Sure, they're they're, they're far northeast um, in the little pointy okay. bit up. And yeah, have we got any listeners from Maine? Get in touch. Yeah, um, from New England to Old England, uh, but they, they they like to they like to tip a taxi driver or a cab driver uh, over mm. in. I, well, to be honest, almost all I know about this comes from watching stuff based in New York. Maybe they, maybe in Maine they don't. Who knows? I have I taken a taxi in America. Couldn't tell you. 
Cool. I have definitely <laughs> not. That's my whole anecdote. Um, Although I've been pulled over by the poli- well, I was in a car that got pulled over by the police in uh, what? In, in California because they. Uh, Who told me about this? I don't know. Check your tail light. He said in classic, um, made-up police uh, moves. Was that all he all he said? No, he had a whole thing about you know license registration and all that. And how old are you? Oh, I'm almost thirty-eight. Oh, so you're thirty-seven. Yes, this wasn't me. What um, say? And yeah, it's just I pulled you over because your tail light needs replacing. Is that your yeah? Hmm, that's how bad things happen. Well, I mean, do we want to get into this? <laughs> I've been getting sweet, sweet likes on Twitter today for explaining white privilege to somebody. Oh goodness me! Um, I'll tell you what, Simon. We were privileged enough that um, the fact there was a black man in the car, uh, but none of us uh, were in any way uh, threatened or hassled by this police officer in California. I'm glad to hear it. So otters. Right. I realised recently that I wasn't following any otter fan accounts on Instagram. Okay, I think you have that in what's... common with everyone else in the world, yes. I mean, what's up with that? <laughs> what's up with that? Because who doesn't love an otter? Uh, I don't mind an otter. Uh, I don't... An otter fan account? People who are... I mean, I don't think they're fans of specific otters. Okay. They're just like just sharing cute pictures of otters. Is this... Do you know about otters and pebbles? Otters and pebbles? Yeah, otters have favourite pebbles. Oh, yeah. And they, like, carry it around with them, like a security blanket, and then they, like, throw it in the air like they're juggling. I mean, they're only juggling one pebble, so it's not that impressive, but it's really cute. Well, I did not know about the otter pebble uh, situation. And I feel like maybe they give it to someone as a courtship thing, but I might have made that up. But if you, like, look up otters and pebbles, and by someone I mean another otter. Yeah, they're very um, speciest otters. Yeah, which is probably for the best. I've uh, I've I saw a very happy little otter in San Diego Zoo. I'm an absolute whale of a time. Uh, most Ooh. of the animals in San Diego Zoo seem quite miserable, but he was he was loving life. They they are cheery chappies. Yeah. That's why the Canadian capital was named after them. That's, that's right, <laughs> um, because they're so cheery. <laughs> yeah, and Canadians are cheery. Yeah, yeah, no, all all, all makes absolute sense. Um, yeah, I'm sure you know the uh, the only otter joke. I do, but go for it. <laughs> hey, so I had a um, I had a chicken taka. What's a what's a t- what's a chicken taka? It's like a chicken tikka, but it's a little otter. It does rely on people knowing who taka the otter is, which I maintain most people probably don't in this day and age. I've been surprised by how many people have. I've used that joke quite a lot. Henry Williamson, I believe, wrote it. Oh, yeah, and I've seen the film Ring of Bright Water. It's by Gavin Maxwell. Mm, but it's got an otter in it. Oh, I see. It has. I've read it. Sweetheart, you can't come on the table, babes, because I'm doing a podcast, aren't I, Dale? He's still trying to come on the table, despite that fulsome explanation <laughs> of why he can't. Babes. My cat. Do you call your cat babes? I do call him babes. He likes it. Does he? <laughs> I feel you, like I said, be... I was very clear about the table, sweetie. You're on the be... table now. I feel you'd be quite offended to be called babes. <laughs> do you mind it? It's a gender-neutral term. I mean, he's not really any gender anymore. Is babes a gender-neutral term? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> do you call any of your male friends babes? I have or done. Indeed, do you call your female friends babes? <laughs> I, yeah. I often refer, call my friend Adam babes. Right. Does he like that? I don't know. He doesn't really respond, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, I feel in Essex, I call anyone babes. I don't think I call anyone babes. Uh, I certainly wouldn't call... Men or women, or, or <laughs> yeah. children, or cats, <laughs> maybe a pig. Um. So, um, trivial debate time. Oh yeah, it's the one that kicked it all off. Is it? Well, we. Th- I think this is the genesis of our idea. We're having this argument for like we should start a podcast. Idea is a strong phrase for <laughs> <laughs> about whether or not. It's acceptable to drive at 70 miles an hour in the middle lane of a motorway. That's uh, right, guys. <laughs> Everyday topics that matter. I'm, although, to be clear, that's not that's not the debate topic. It is the debate topic. No, the debate topic is, is it okay to drive at 70 miles an hour in the middle lane of the motorway if you're not overtaking anyone in the uh, inside lane? Sure. Oh. Yes. Um, which, I mean, we could paraphrase this as, um, should we follow the highway code or not? Uh, I vote, yes, you vote... <laughs> I would like to vote with a question. All right. Um, which how, is... You, how which, did you do better than me in your theory test? <laughs> how, 
<laughs> Very few of the answers were returning a question. <laughs> What's the stopping you... distance of a, of a van going at 30 miles an hour on a bright day? I'd like to answer that with another question. <laughs> it was more of a click, click box exercise, mm. I guess. Um, it I was. Think one, a few couple of years ago, follow a horse at a roundabout. All right. I thought that horse could go in any direction. Oh. We learned in our theory test. <laughs> I don't remember that. No. It was the funniest question. If I had to rate them, <laughs> I'd wonder. Um, um, I was asking you when you removed your sat nav from your windscreen. Um, why should you wipe the windscreen to remove the smudge? That was um, <laughs> that was probably the funniest question I had. Did you were you doing it in the days when you had like a book of multiple choice questions you could just learn, or did you have to just learn the highway code? Uh, the book of multiple choice questions, but I um, had yours, so it was few, what five years out of date, whatever it was. Nice, um, yeah. So they had had some, uh, including they, they weren't very. Uh, we'll come back to the top debate, but th- yeah, sure. They, they became very um, eco-friendly. The highway codes. So it was things like, how can you reduce pollution? And when the option is just walk, yeah, walk. don't drive, like, burn well, your yeah, car, I mean, and you don't burn it. Again. True, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how much this fits in with the theory test. But there you go. Um, the reason, by the way, if in case anyone's wondering, is you should remove the smudges um, so that burglars. Uh, is it called a burglar when it's a car? Anyway, and mm. don't see uh, the fact that you own a sat nav and therefore break into your car. Oh, I assumed it was so you could see it through the windscreen. Mm, that was one of the options, I think. Is that do, are they not big on that? Uh, well, I think it's when you, it's only a small little bit that you can't you can't <laughs> see through it when the sat nav's there. So yeah, fair enough. Um, um, so that's the question I wanted to ask in response to yours. Yes, is would you say you have or have not been on a mandated speed awareness course? <laughs> Um, I would say yes that I have. I have. <laughs> yes. Um, I have not. Right. So you, you, what you're saying is you've had less education in the topic <laughs> of speeding than I have. I uh, say so, yes. Well, sure. But um, I'd like us to do a little role play because Marley's been requesting role playing. Okay. Are you going to answer my question with a yes no. or no? Um, no, I'm not, no. Um, <laughs> it's where we are police officers right. who've just watched somebody drive at 70 miles an hour yes. in the middle lane, right. not overtaking someone. Sure. Um, I'm going to be... My, my police character is called Alec. Are you the, you're the policeman, are you? Oh, we're both policemen. We're both policemen. We're, just, we're, we're at the side in our squad car. All right. And you're Alec? Yeah. Okay, I'm Tomo. 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 <laughs> Tomo, do you, do you see that car just going at the national speed limit? What's that, mate? What'd you say? <laughs> I th- look, you've, you've gotten your hearing aid again, haven't you, Tomo? <laughs> oh, just, oh, I, was, I was asleep. Oh. I'm pretty sure that you have to have a, man, a level of hearing before you're able to be a police officer. <laughs> I did when I first qualified, let me tell you. Oh, it's tough times back then, back in the day. Oh, oh your, my, old, my old leg's giving me chip. You qualified in 2016. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my poor leg. So that guy, it's, got, it's been a while now, he's probably quite far on, but... Um, he was going at 70 in the middle lane. I tell you, he couldn't go at 70. Me with my gummy leg. <laughs> um, okay. With all this leg injury, I could easily run at 70 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you could. Tomo the Wiz, they used to call me back in Essex. Oh. You've never, you're not allowed in Essex. <laughs> never been. Not anymore. <laughs> not off the instant. I don't know what to talk about. No, you'd talk about a lot of stuff. You don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Oh, I don't have to complain. <laughs> oh, the cold, cold all day Very for my life. self-sacrificing of you to, to do it so consistently. Then. <laughs> I feel like we've wandered from the topic. Improv <laughs> <laughs> can go wherever you <laughs> has a, Sometimes has a mind of its own time. In this case, it was Tom and his leg. <laughs> yeah, classic Tom. <laughs> um, but to, to sum up, what happened is one of the policemen said, did you see that person breaking the highway code? And his man said, yes, that is a breaking highway, that's breaking the highway code right there. So what I want to know, Carl, what I want to know, Carl, what I want to know, what I want to know. Yes. What what's it impeding that people should be able to do in the situation that they can't because this person is doing seventy mile an hour in the middle lane? You'll have to you have to take this up some with the, the creators of the laws. Now you, you maybe sign you maybe uh, decide to drive however you think best. Maybe you think it's a clear road, I can drive at hundred, no one's here. I'm not um, like you, Simon. No, I'm not that kind of person. I I don't say You what's literally this are that kind of for? person. That's why you went in your speed awareness. Not course. anymore, Simon, not anymore. I mean, my past sins are behind me. And uh, I don't I don't break down and question and uh, and try and come up with my own rationale. I say that's the law. I'm going to follow it. 
I'm a rule follower, me. <laughs> I mean, are you? I am a rule um, follower. I keep it I two mean, meters. I wear a mask and I don't drive in the, in the middle lane uh, if there's nothing to overtake. Because we all know the only reason people get cross about it is jackasses right. who want to speed, who are like, I want to go at 90 and you're in my way. And I'm like, sir or madam. Sure. There is never any need for anyone on this road to go faster than 70 unless it's an emergency vehicle. That's another matter. So you're having this conversation with them as they go at night. Yes, yeah, so I've wound down the window and I'm screaming at them. <laughs> how are you, keep, how are you keeping up with them? Or, or, or is it because they're stuck behind you and you're just shouting it back at them? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Most of it hasn't got across. All right. So on a, on a clear, <laughs> if it's a clear road sign, it's, it, let's say it's a, it's a balmy evening, no cars on the road, you can see for miles ahead of you, you think it's okay to go 100. Is that what you're saying? You're, you're okay with that? I don't understand how you think that's what I've said when I literally just said there's okay, never well, any reason for anyone to go over 70. Well, oh, oh, what you're oh, saying is that you're not... Um, more than 70. That you're not... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not abiding by the rules uh, as they're laid out. You're abiding by them as you think they're valid. I'm abiding by the rules to not go above 70. Yep. And you're not abiding by the rule. Anybody else on that road who doesn't want to abide by that rule hmm. can't do it because I'm stopping them. Well, I'm, if anything, you're, break, you're breaking the law. They're breaking the I law. I don't want to describe the word super, myself as a superhero. You I mean, just, I just did, did. Second, <laughs> seconds I'm ago. Happy to do it. Your superpower is able to is breaking the I'm stopping code. crime all over the place. Well, you're committing crime. It's <laughs> like it's like saying <laughs> I stopped this window being smashed by smashing the window no one's going to smash this window anymore <laughs> my job here is, is done <laughs> I don't think it is saying it's, that, like, it's like stopping a shore a stop uh, sh- uh, it's like stopping a, a, a shop owner from being uh, being robbed by going and killing him you're like this guy <laughs> this guy ain't going to be robbed no more <laughs> my job here is done if that's Firstly, a superpower it's then you're very easy to rob someone who's dead <laughs> <laughs> well you you would know <laughs> it's like saying oh I probably shouldn't go th- through this red light but in doing so i've saved someone's life i can't think of a scenario that would have happened so you're saying imagine one so to clarify you're okay going through a red light if you're going to save someone's life yes i'm sure there's a scenario where that could be true yeah it's probably happening speed it it probably did happen in speed yes would you say sandra you should stop that red light and killed everyone uh no 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 well there you go quad s demonstration i am happy simon happy 100 percent happy without more than a single caveat to <laughs> okay, join okay. your side argument if fab oh if, it sounds like it sounds like the introduction to a caveat i said not not more than a single caveat <laughs> there is one caveat oh, sorry. Okay. um there is a bomb attached to your car that <laughs> will explode if you go below 70 miles an hour um or if you go outside of the center lane oh there basically is what? <laughs> that bomb exploding is someone else speeding on the road. Right. That could kill someone. Right. So would you go in the uh, in the far lane at seventy? I never really go in the far lane. Right. Not for me. Not not a risk taker. <laughs> it's not a significant risk, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did once. I was driving back from London. I was I, obviously I was in the the left lane because I wasn't overtaking anyone, and uh, there was a person in the right hand lane. Um, pretty much the entire way and we were like the only two cars on the road for many miles and every now and again and he was going at I don't know 65 or something um, I don't know maybe it wasn't maybe it was 70 who knows uh, every now and again someone would come up behind him wait for him to pull over which he obviously wouldn't do and then would undertake him and go past so just quick quick checky check on that car yeah you okay with them breaking the law by undertaking uh, I would not I would not condone that Simon I would not condone that yeah. but sometimes needs must you know um <laughs> Sometimes so these must. you are happy to make an exception for someone who's breaking the law because they want to go over the speed limit, much, but not someone who is breaking the law because they don't want to go over the speed Much limit. like you, Simon, the, <laughs> uh, your argument, they are teaching that person a lesson about the highway code. They're saying, I didn't want to have to do this, but you're forcing me to. But, I, I mean, they, no one's forcing them to because they shouldn't be going above 70 miles an hour. So what we've done is brought it down, I think, to the question we started with, Simon. The question we started with, should you A, follow the highway code, or B, not follow the highway code? I'm sticking with A, yes. Your answer remains... You should not speed. There is never any reason to speed. You cannot get annoyed at anyone who stops you speeding. Um, so no, that's hopefully not, that sounds... It's so, not, so yes, in that sense, not, I agree with the highway code. Okay, so we're... Fantastic. We're, we're, who do you think's, what do you think has caused more fatalities, Colin? Going over 70 miles an hour on the motorway... Staying in the middle lane. I'd say it'd be your habit of going around murdering shopkeepers, to be honest. <laughs> I, th- I, I just said I robbed them from them when they are murdered. No, you murdered them so to, to stop someone else from robbing them. 
It's one of your weaker examples. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Um, so I think I've, I think I've won this argument. You must know that you have not. I mean, of course I have. <laughs> Obviously not, because you are still just saying the only reason, only thing it's stopping people doing is break is speeding. It's breaking the highway code. See, the only thing it's stopping people doing is so speeding. What, what we haven't addressed yet, actually, what we haven't addressed, because I think we're both on the same page um, that you shouldn't do because it's breaking the highway code. I think we, I mean, yeah. agree on that. But why do you do yeah. it? Why do you want to do it? It, firstly, it saves bobbing and weaving in and out of the left-hand lane if there's several things to overtake. Okay. And if there's not... Secondly, I like stopping people speeding. I mean, are you genuinely doing it just to annoy people? Is that, is that, what, you're, is that what your purpose well, is? No, I'm doing it because I don't have to bob and weave into the left lane a lot. And cause I, I mean, I well, don't think it counts as a I, lot. Because, I mean, yeah, if, if it, I'm not saying like... I mean, I'm not saying every few seconds you need to do it. I mean, overtaking... I think if, if you're going to overtake a vehicle within, let's if say... If I can a, see another vehicle minute, I'm going to overtake... Then I'll stay there. But I think it's... I mean, I don't think it's just annoying people to stop people speeding. It's stopping people dying. It's not stopping people dying. I'm a superhero. One's your speedometer's wrong. One's if you're actually going at 68 and everyone's really nosy. I'm okay for going 68 miles an hour. Imagine going... I don't think anyone's going to get really angry because they want to go at 70 behind someone who's going 68. I have routinely been angry because I've really wanted to go at 70 behind someone who's at 68. I think maybe that's the problem for you to address. Mm, I, well, not angry, but I'll adjust it by overtaking. I mean, how angry are you? Like, kill shopkeeper angry? <laughs> I, I, I've never killed a shopkeeper, so I'm not, I, I bow to your superior knowledge about that <laughs> level of anger, but um, I would be like, come on, man. And they overtake him. Or woman. <laughs> well, I think I've won this. Basically, write in if you agree with me. Write in if you agree with Carl. Mm, let us know. Highway code or not. That's uh, as we've both agreed. <laughs> Is it okay to speed and kill people <laughs> or not? Do, do shopkeepers have it coming? That's, uh, that's basically the question we're asking. <laughs> On your speed awareness course, did they mention middle lane driving? I honestly don't remember. I was just, most of the time, really annoyed that there, I've been told there were going to be biscuits and there were no biscuits. <laughs> That is quite sad. Um, and then at the end, I, I took the pen. And they said, can you leave the pens on the table? So I didn't even get a free pen out of it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what bonuses you expected from something that you're only doing to avoid a fine. <laughs> and to learn. <laughs> exactly. You do not remember anything from it. I remember they were very big on us saying, if you don't arrive at least 15 minutes before the start time, you will not be allowed in. You can't do it. Blah, 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 blah. And then someone was and walks out like five minutes after the start time. So yeah, come on, sit down. <laughs> I also thought, if you have to arrive 15 minutes before the start time, just give us a different start time, like the actual time you have to be there. That seems <laughs> very, very weird. It was a Bath race course, uh, ironically. Um, yes. And on the drive-in, there's, there's these signs saying, drive at 10 miles an hour. Mm. Um, and, like, obviously no one goes at 10 miles an hour in those things, obviously. Uh, even on my driving... <laughs> literally, even with my driving instructor when I was having lessons, and I think it was supermarket mate was five rather than ten for there, and he's like, oh, don't worry too much about that. <laughs> so, okay. He also maybe got, got me to drive the wrong way down a one-way bit once. Anyway. Your driving instructor doesn't seem that great. I mean, you did pass first time. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then when we were all leaving, because we'd all be learned I mean, uh, all these things, we were all trickling out at ten miles an hour. <laughs> and the amount of time that everyone spent looking left and right at the junction at the end <laughs> oh it's like when you do it in a driving test yeah it's like this massive dumb show of <laughs> i have observed every direction uh, and i was there was only there was one guy on the course who uh who made a bit of thing of how he absolutely had to speed and he, there's no way he couldn't something about taking a disabled child to an exam or something um but as most of us <laughs> just realized it'd be over quicker if we didn't argue because uh, I'm assuming your speeding was just because you fancied it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't. I was, yeah, no. I, I was like, hey, let's go. Eighty-two on the motorway, guys. Let's do this. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Wow. I know it's uh, quite low for the motorway. Is is it? I think <laughs> you've undone all of your work and arguments. I mean, these days I don't do that. Um, but compared to the, just the speeds that some people do on the motorway, well, you just have to. Form a little flank of three people across all lanes going at 70 and keeping everyone in check. I'm going to have to form this. Yeah, you, me, and I know. Um, I'm happy to do it as long Emilia, as I'm on the inside uh, lane because I, I won't be overtaking like anyone, so I wouldn't be able to go on. No, no, we'll be overtaking anyone the way we're doing it. Mm, and I'm not happy to break the highway grade in that way. So, uh, In that way. Um, I was once. Do you check your tyre tread before every long journey? 
look, I wouldn't know how to. <laughs> but I, I know you do it with a tire depth gauge oh, or yeah. something. But I would would not be able to pick that out of a lineup. No, I I, I did see one once. Um, obviously, I don't own one. I check my oil about every. I know, 18 months. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. I kick the tires well, actually, my, cur- <laughs> my current car says oil okay when I turn it on. So. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, good, 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 good. Do you have a famous Colin? I do, Simon. I do have a famous Colin. So it's our regular segment, uh, Colin versus Simon, where we battle uh, Colin and Simon and see who wins. And sometimes we even agree. Usually we agree on that one. The debates don't always end up in agreement. <laughs> um, and so and I've chosen... now. Set your face to shocked, son, because I have chosen a woman. Huh. I beg your pardon. I know. Um, I know a female you're a, Colin. You're a keen uh, feminist. Uh, I am, as we all. I, I know you want to give women a chance to, uh, in this competition that so far has been heavily male-centric. Yes. Uh, and uh, Lady Colin Campbell. Oh, she's awful. <laughs> my choice. Now... Um, I'll be honest, I'd only vaguely heard of her until about 15 minutes before we started recording. Um, <laughs> she uh, has written biographies of Princess Diana and the Queen Mother, um, which have received mixed responses. Um, she was I'm a Celebrity, I think. She was an I'm a Celebrity. Um, she was born in Jamaica. Okay. Uh, I believe she writes. And she took her name, obviously, from her husband, Lord Colin Campbell, to whom she was married for a brief period in the mid-70s, 1974 to 1975. Uh, oh, wow. Didn't realise that. Kept the name uh, all these years since. Lady Colin Campbell. Now, the choices that lie before you are, uh, aside with me in this glorious champion of the name Colin, or be a straight-up sexist. Those are your choices. Well, I've changed who my Simon's going to be. What? Is that are you allowed to do that? Yeah. Oh, fine. <laughs> Carly Simon. Right. <laughs> so we're getting surnames, are we? Bit, I mean, no one's got a surname called and This feels like it's opened a, a field to you that I, I don't know. Carly Simon. Carly Simon. <laughs> um, also a female person. Yes, very true. For in, indisputably true. <laughs> I think still alive. Not entirely sure. I believe so. Um, just sang the wonderful Bond song. I'll give you the best Bond song. Nobody does it better. Uh, it's also, it's a good song, yeah. sang your so vain, yes, about which you have written at length. <laughs> I have, I have strong theories about um, about your so vain, uh, which I'll I will briefly summarise uh, for our listeners. Um, in that she gives so many significant details uh, to the person she's speaking about, it is I. It can't be vanity to recognise yourself from those details. So I hear you flew your Learjet up to Nova Scotia where you saw a total eclipse of the sun. I feel that if I had had an affair with Carly Simon and then flown a Learjet to Nova Scotia and seen an <laughs> eclipse, I would be perfectly within my rights in thinking that that is me she's singing about. So, either she's talking nonsense or she's throwing in details about lots of different people and their vanity is that they're ignoring the ones aren't them. So I think it's about at least three different people, I'm going to say. Yeah, I remember reading your blog post. It was quite interesting and ultimately a waste of time. But um, yes, I assume she's also sung many other songs. I don't know any of them. I have her greatest hits and yet I cannot think of any other ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lady Colin Campbell didn't equip herself well on I'm a Celebrity. Did she not? She wasn't well liked on it. I hear she accused some people of bullying her. Yeah, she seemed fairly terrible from what I remember from watching from Gogglebox at mm. the time. But I, I understand from my very brief uh, flick through her uh, Wikipedia page um, in that in her biographies of, of minor, no, major royals, I suppose, um, people said she was nuts at the time, but she has since been vindicated, except where she hasn't. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah. well, I think she Good. said things about, I don't know, Queen Mother's a drunk or something. I don't know. Be like, what? Has <laughs> she been vindicated on that? Yeah, she was a right old drunk. <laughs> I guess you can't slander dead people. So. <laughs> Not if it's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she, she liked the gin. gin. She liked the gin. Well, she did. She loved the gin. But who doesn't? I mean, I don't like gin. Right, I don't drink, so. But oh, everyone else. Everyone else loves the gin. Um, I am gonna. I'm gonna say, Simon, that while Colin Simon is is definitively better than Lady Colin Campbell, <laughs> I don't feel that. Uh, I don't feel that surnames should be allowed. Well, I'm going to call for her to be uh, n- made <laughs> null and void from this contest. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I suspect Lady Colin Campbell's first name isn't Colin. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> In much the same way that, you know, 
Mrs. Peter Thomas is not called Peter. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Although she, uh, I mean, she's she's called Colin. What? <laughs> I mean, how pathetic. Sorry, Lady Colin Campbell. Is it to keep that title and name if you, for a marriage that lasted about a year, thirty-five years ago? I should probably check to see whether he died or they divorced. Forty-five years I, ago. I didn't check oh, that. Um, <laughs> if he died, then more fair play to her. <laughs> you think she did it? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> hey, sweetheart, you come back. Yes, you've got lovely eyes, haven't you? When I, sort of... There was one person I wanted to um, to use, and I won't say them, but because I, I looked at them and thought, "Oh, that's got a funny. He's got a funny surname. That'd be okay. good." And then it turned out to be like this guy who murdered kids. Um, who? Like, okay, I don't want to do that. Um, that's pretty fair. <laughs> and they were divorced uh, rather than uh, rather than he died. So maybe this one's a draw because neither of them have the first name Colin or Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Struck from the record. I'll save up those Simon I had for next time. He was, in fact, not famous, but I like him. Hargreaves has successfully managed to make his tea time earlier and earlier. Is it supposed to be five? Well, it used to be seven, and then it moved to five. It has been around 3.30 recently. <laughs> right. Show some willpower, man. <laughs> he just meows at me a lot, and he's also very cute. Don't you? Yes, he is. <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> Um, if you're listening to this I'm sure Simon has already sent you pictures of his cat <laughs> he's very handsome so with lockdown uh, coming to- towards an end is it it's slowing down it's, it's unlocked maybe um, okay sure yeah lock up I don't know lock up no. We're in- lock up and lockdown sort of the same thing aren't they I guess they are maybe it depends on which side of the door you're in fair a lock-in, that's another thing. Uh, I went to get my hair cut today down at the old uh, BS10 Barber. Shout out to BS10 Barbers. Uh, yep, as Simon's whistle shows, I am looking mighty fine. Uh, he can't currently see me, but uh, it's something that you can all imagine. Imagine me, but looking uh, looking mighty fine. I can't? No. <laughs> no it's fair. Imagine me, but with less hair. Got it, yeah. Cool. He paints uh, quite a picture. Yeah, they... Uh, they, they, I, I wore a mask again because I'm a good boy, um, and but it was, it was a homemade mask made by our, our mum, uh, and they needed to remove it for part of the the cutting. And they said, "Do you want to have this uh, uh, disposable mask?" So I wore a disposable mask for the first time, which goes around your ears and makes them stick out. Oh, right, and it, that's clever. So they can still cut behind your ears. So they can still cut behind. I mean, I think it's, I'm not sure that's. I don't think it's barber specific. I think it's just to stick out because anything time you put elastic behind your ears, it's going to stick out. But, uh, okay. but it, it covered a small enough amounts of uh, my my head that they were able to do the rest of the cutting. Were they worried? Were you worried that they were going to chloroform you? You'd end up and I applied the mask myself actually. So unless, and it was in a sealed okay. packet, so um, it would, <laughs> it'd be quite an enterprise to. Uh, I wonder how easy it is to chloroform someone because you see it in like dramas and stuff hmm. all the time, but. I don't really know what chloroform is. How do you get your hands on chloroform? I don't know. Any chloroform salesman? You're thinking of uh, you're thinking of just incapacitating the shopkeepers now? Is that your? <laughs> your um, no, no, I don't really want to chloroform anyone, but I'd like to have the option. But it was great. I'm, COVID is bad. I think we're all agreed on that. But some silver linings. Some silver linings that I now have something to talk about with my barber because um, <laughs> we exhausted Brexit a long time ago. Um, are you on the same page? Well, neither of us are expressing any views on it, really. We're just talking about it happening. Um, okay. Because they, they're from Sicily, so there's some mileage out of... Well, I think they're born here, but the family's in Sicily. Um, so there's some mileage in talking about being able to go back to Sicily and blah, blah, blah. You can um, probably safely assume that someone who is a migrant from an EU country is anti-Brexit. I, I say I think they were born in this country. Um, but no, I don't assume other people's beliefs, though. Okay, great. I'm a great... I mean, I'm a great person. Um, also, uh, um, also, they don't seem very politically engaged um, because in the in the week leading up to the general election, I was on to one of them, and he's like, "Is this the one we vote for prime minister?" Uh, <laughs> perhaps uh, not all over it. Um, but I, I actually, I, I don't assume people's opinions. But I did test the water with some uh, some uh, mild criticism of Jeremy Corbyn in that case. Uh, Call Colin. Uh, seemed to go down okay. I mean, they didn't really know who Jeremy Corbyn was. <laughs> great, 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 great. There you go. I'm they said he's Labour, isn't he? So they, they, they. Well, yeah, on the money. They were right, but didn't didn't seem like they were going to go into the money shy of his uh, political views. 
Uh, but now we can talk about COVID. We can talk about them being furloughed. We can talk about all the people coming back to get their haircut. Um, they've been given a little grant by the government, apparently, like all small businesses. Nice. Well, I tend to not talk at all to my barber. Sure. But um, when we do chat, we talk about the like village life, village community stuff going on. So it's the next video of a Bampton, bit of a big village, got a shop, um, and we just talk about how. You know, fates aren't what they used to be, that sort of thing. Oh, fates with an E, right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Gods are out to punish us. <laughs> well, cause we, we, um, one, one how the them... traffic's better if you're going out of Oxford than if you're going in, that sort of thing. Yes, yeah, much better, actually, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them there is a Chelsea fan, so I had a little bit of Chelsea, a little bit of football talk. Um, how awful. When Fabregas signed for them, we talked about that for a while. Uh, and sometimes they have a, a movie on, they've got a TV screen there, sometimes they have a movie on, so occasionally talk about that but I can't actually see it because I'm facing forwards for them to cut my hair so I just have to pick it up from what, what I saw before the chair and from the sound so it's not too helpful but one of them's a gamer I could have talked about gaming which I know nothing about I mean could you talk about gaming well I was primed to go with what do you think of The Last of Us Part 2 for what <laughs> which is the big game that got released last week or something sounds like a Nicholas Sparks novel right you're thinking of the best of me I mean, I'm not thinking of any particular one. Um, you know, the Last of Us was a, a computer game, and it's basically all I really know about it is that the main character looks exactly like Ellen Page, um, but was not voiced by Ellen Page. Uh, I mean, like, okay, com- is that something you thought you'd drop into a bar of a conversation? I reckon I could have gone gone with that. For, anyway, think, but that did, guy wasn't there. Who so Ellen I Page is? Well, because I think it was one of those things. It seems to be fairly well accepted that they had an eye on the on a, if they make a film of it that she would. So, um, in fact, in, in, without talking too much about films, because my other my other hugely successful podcast, CZ of Movies, mm-hmm. hugely <laughs> successful. <laughs> yeah, so talking about but, um, this character called Nick Fury, who's played by Samuel L. Jackson in the movies, and uh, in the comics, he was like this white guy. He's previously played by David Hasselhoff, and then they just redid him to look exactly like Samuel L. Jackson, clearly hoping that they could snap him for the films, which they then did. So it can work. Was this mentioned? Did he just one day change? race well, they change stuff quite a lot in the comics I don't, I don't know how exactly how they they came out doing that because they, they, okay. they, they kind of i don't know whether it was just like hey, it's a different universe or something i don't know oh weird i have been getting i would argue too many messages about football from you i think not enough okay can we meet in the middle by you never doing it again <laughs> Well, because you, like me, Son, are excited by the return of the Premier League a few weeks ago. I honestly thought that maybe we just all agreed that there was no point to football and we get rid of it. You honestly thought that football would just I stop? I honestly <laughs> thought we'd just stop with the whole football thing. I mean, you didn't, though, did you? No, of course I didn't. But I, I sort of fondly hoped they'd be like, oh, let's just give it a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Life just seems better without it. I disagree. Um, life was barren and empty without it, Son. Barren and empty. Was it barren and empty? It was barren and empty. <laughs> um, but then it came back and Wolves won the first three and then they lost the fourth game and they got a big game tonight against Sheffield United which when you listen to this podcast after I've edited it some many weeks hence I imagine um, you will know that score and I will not. I That's hope primed. Wolves lose. You, what? I hope they lose five now. What? <laughs> but why? I, mean, <laughs> I feel you wouldn't message me about that. <laughs> Oh, wow. I mean, I don't really care whether Wolves lose or win, I'm going to be honest. Mm. That's because, son, you haven't fully grasped how possible it is that we can make Champions League football next season. I didn't realise that you played for the Wolves team. That does make a difference. I thought you were an actuary. I thought you weren't that good at football. I thought you were too old. Um, I'm not too old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good footballer. I haven't played football in many, many years. But uh, 34. it's probably too late to be starting a football career. And indeed, many people have retired by this stage, but um, summer's still going. So yeah, confuses the whole we thing. Then don't get it. Really? Do you really? Don't know not, what you're do saying. you really not understand? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. The only thing I can understand about saying we are doing something is that you are personally one of the people doing it. Right. So yeah. in Eurovision, you would never say we came in bottom or we we scored five. No, I'd be like England. Because England? they're representing England. England, did you say that? Oh, sorry, Great Britain. <laughs> or UK, I don't know who we represent. Um, and we're watching the Eurovision film tonight. It is terrible. It's got mixed reviews in that everyone hates it, except for my friend Joe, who said she really liked it. Uh, my friend Carissa seemed to like it on Facebook. 
Did you watch it? I watched it, yeah. It was terrible. You don't even watch Eurovision? Nope. Why uh, would you watch a film about Eurovision? Rachel McAdams in it. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> not not talk silly. Um, <laughs> she's terrible in it. Really bad. Um, we did talk about this. Uh, Will Ferrell also terrible. Uh, I, did, I did hear some of this. If you like Eurovision, then you might like this film. Well, who doesn't like Eurovision? I don't like it. I mean, I don't have any feelings about Eurovision, really. Love me some Eurovision, but I don't remember any of it as soon as it's finished. Indeed, whilst it's happening, I sort of forget it well, as soon as I've seen it. Look out for some for the cameos from real-life Eurovision stars. Well, I've been told you this, but the only Eurovision stars I remember are Conchita Vest, um, a, a guy with a violin... Um, remember as a strong one and, and Jedward I guess but you know the UK people some of them well what's your favourite UK Eurovision entry uh, congratulations oh, yeah I guess it would be mine's Imani's where are you bring back Cliff to Eurovision I've been saying it for years Give him, he's, he's done it a couple of times Give him another wouldn't s- be embarrassing when he gets no points. yeah but Angela Humper didn't, did it and didn't get much yeah. Bonnie Tyler, bless her heart. I thought I really liked her song. Oh, I forgot about Bonnie Tyler. Mm. There was a period when we kept doing people. Sorry, oh gosh, at least use we. Mm, <laughs> the period when our country kept submitting people who we were like, yeah, they're still big in Europe, and Europe were like, mm, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure Cliff was ever big in Europe, so uh, well, he must have been. I guess he did pretty well in Eurovision Song Contest, so maybe he is. Maybe they love him. Although confusingly, in, I don't know much about Eurovision, but in the Eurovision film, there's a reference to how um, last year's singer, British singer, scored no points. Uh, but the this year's contest is happening in Edinburgh. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Mm. Unless Australia win it, because then they get to choose which country it goes to. Yeah, maybe that was it. Well, also, um, whilst it was shot in Edinburgh, uh, there seems to be like some huge mansion right next to the castle that's not there. And... A massive stadium, which is... I'm not sure where it's supposed to be. Um, but as someone who goes to Edinburgh, or used to go to Edinburgh quite a lot before COVID, I was confused by the geography of there, of the shop, of, of the place. Also, it's a terrible film. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Way too long. Would you say that Cliff Richard is the inspiration for There'll Be Bluebirds Over the White Cliffs of Dover? I would not have said that, no. Okay, well, agree to disagree. You think... Oh, because the word Cliff... Yeah, it's a little joke. I see. No, that would pass me by. Um, he's, a, he's also white. He is white. So on my um, on my list of forty things to achieve for forty, mm-hmm. um, which I've only achieved one so far this year, I think, or one additional one so far this year. Between uh, something in the child Colin, it continues to be unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you reckon I can say, "Mum and Dad" to change your name to Colin? <laughs> I mean. They don't get to decide what my name to te- about changing my name. No, <laughs> I think your best bet, yeah, and it's more likely than persuading anyone in twenty twenty or next few years to name themselves their children Colin, is, is, is to invent a time machine and go back and persuade mum and dad to name their son Colin. Mm, all the, happened, all the, what, what a, it's probably succeeding. What a paradox! <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a classic. Um, it's like in Back to the Future when Marty McFly. Uh, meet his parents uh, in high school and they name him after their friend Marty from high school. New games. Just like that. Yeah, no. Just like that. I I think that the probability of persuading someone to name a child Colin is is already low. Let's say, I don't know, 2%. That's Of of me inventing time travel is less (laughs) than that, I think. Maybe. Um, I mean, it's quite low to persuade anyone to name to their child any name that you've suggested because yep. most people aren't just waiting to be like get suggestions from their friends no um, even if it were a good name no offense sure sure i did uh, i did try googling just because i thought there must be some people who like selling the rights to their child's name but um, <laughs> i couldn't find it i mean you could do some terrible thing like pay Cut. someone who's really poor to name their child colin but I don't know if you'd feel proud about that. I wouldn't feel great about it. I wouldn't feel great about it. I, I think I should. Do, I think it'd probably be better if I do something great, like I don't know. Um, invent time travel. Invent time travel. And be like, let's name our kid after the the guy who invented time travel. Yeah. Or persuade Colin Firth to invent time travel. Or Lady Colin Campbell to invent time travel. Or become a lord and then marry someone who's then called Lady Colin. Okay, they wouldn't be my child, though, would they? <laughs> no. I mean, that's a whole different. <laughs> Does it have to be child? <laughs> Uh, the phrase I think it was persuade someone to name their child Colin. You just have to have your own child. 
Call them, Colin. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> would you do that for the sake of this? Because I assume you don't want to saddle a child with the name Colin. <laughs> I always feel that people who name children off themselves um, mm. are either arrogant or unimaginative. Um, who was a, some famous person whose name I forget? Is, I discovered is so and so the fourth. It's a Tom Cruise. Rob, Robbie Amell, I think, is Robbie Amell the fourth. Well, playing fast and loose the word famous, but I've heard of him. Um, um, he leads the greatest film on Netflix, The Duff. Oof. <laughs> I just a, watched all of that blade that he's in. The Duff's not a um, Netflix original, was it? No. So you're, actually, you're saying it's genuinely the greatest film available on Netflix? <laughs> it's the one I've watched the most, probably. Uh, um, I did, he, I've seen him in plenty of stuff. Um, and his brother, Stephen. They did a film together on Netflix called Some Sense. No, what was it called? It had an eight in it somewhere. It was. It was not very good. Code Sense Code eight. eight, maybe. Well, he's good in Upload. I recommend it. All right. Um, but not, a sp- not a sponsor. But one thing that uh, I might be taking off my list this year is whittling a spoon. I need to whittle a spoon. I don't believe you can whittle a spoon. Well, we'll, we'll find out, I guess. I also didn't believe you could read Lord of the Rings in a day. It's true. So. Nothing but doubt from you, Zion. <laughs> I believed you could buy a ladder. You didn't believe I could do a Christmas barbecue? Or, or possibly you didn't want me to do a Christmas barbecue or something? <laughs> I, mean, I believed you so good. I said I was not willing to eat outside. Right. You didn't believe that wolves would win at Wembley? Or did play, I don't know play if they Wembley. Or not. Um, you didn't think, Simon. Have they played at Wembley? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, have they? Why would I know that? Well, maybe because I told you that I was there the two times they played at Wembley. No, I don't. I honestly, like, I, I know normally I say I'm honestly I'm lying, but I honestly have no recollection of it. Happening. Remember how I was really upset when we lost the FA Cup semi final? And that no, I honestly don't. Remember that whole thing about me going from Scotland to London in in a day to um to watch them at Wembley? No, it's like you don't listen at all. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have, want, wouldn't have wanted you to tell me any of this. Yes, we also played at Wembley twice. Once when they're playing Spurs in the league, once when they're playing Watford in the FA Cup semi-final. We were two 0 up with ten minutes to go, and we lost three two in extra time. And I was very sad. Might have been the time when Dad was like, "Oh, we need to be really sensitive with Colin." It's like, I'm not going to be sensitive with Colin because a bunch of people he doesn't know didn't manage to kick a sphere into a net as much as a different team. Come on, people, something ridiculous. Mm. You're a, you're a lovely person. So. I mean, it's ridiculous that I should be expected to, to sympathise with the fact that some people playing a game for children have not bought, beaten some other people, and they should be getting a real job. Ah, it's stupid enough that you spend all your time obsessed with it. They're expecting me to then adjust my behaviour based on a game with people I don't know and will never wish to speak to. Ah, it makes me so cross. Mm. I, I think you're missing the point somewhat, is that when someone else is upset about something, you shouldn't just go wham You shouldn't be upset about people you don't know playing a game. It's like if I play Scrabble with Mel and lose, do you get really upset? No. <laughs> no, exactly. Not, and you know both of I, us. I don't support you in Scrabble. Well, you should. How rude! <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't care how you get on this gravel. I don't think you care. How so, you get on this how do, why do you not care how me, your literal twin brother, yeah. plays this gravel? Whereas you do care how eleven people you've never met. Oh, how, play how great would it be if I did meet them? So, can meet Ralph Jimenez. I can tell him how great he is. How does he say his name? <laughs> Nothing like that. I think. <laughs> we could bond over our joint love of Mexican food. I mean, do you love Mexican food? No. <laughs> I'd happily lie, though. <laughs> I bet he support me in Scrabble. Uh, he probably would. He probably would. He's a lovely boy, son. Lovely chap. A boy? Well, he's 28, 29. Very, very young for me these days. Well, I expect you to get very upset when I lose Scrabble from now on. Well... I, I tried, Simon, in some minor way to uh, sympathise when Sonia got written out of Neighbours. And if you get upset I mean, by that's that... different. Is it different? Someone yes, that you don't different. know is no longer playing a character in a thing that you're not involved That's I, fictional. Yeah, I love I love Eve Maury and I love Sonia. She died, Colin. The character. <laughs> yes, the character. But she's basically real to me. Hmm. Listen, we both uh, uh, have these um, possibly illogical no, questions. I don't, genu- I don't genuinely expect you to be upset that Sonia died in Haven. I don't expect you to be upset about... Well, Dad does. I expected you to, uh, to be sensitive to my feelings on the topic. I don't think you're particularly sensitive to my feelings about Sonia. No. <laughs> for some reason, we were tuned up for 10 minutes to go. Uh-huh. Almost made the FA Cup final for the first time in 50 years, 60 years. No, no one cares. Lots of people will care. No, no one. <laughs> Uh, anyway, 
Um, whittling a spoon. My friend Ben is going to show me how to whittle a spoon. Uh, he has. Does, he, does he know to whittle spoons? Well, yes, although he has since revealed that he has in the past cut himself quite badly while doing it. But, uh, oh, please don't do that. He has learned how to whittle spoons and will be teaching me from a social distance. Can you whittle with, like, a really, really, really blunt knife, please? That's probably worse than using a sharp knife. Is, well, only if you jam it in yourself really hard. Well, I'm a, uh, no, I will whittle with whatever he gives me to whittle with, and I will produce the world's greatest spoon. Songs will be sung about <laughs> this spoon. There'll be the spoon ballads, the length and breadth of Bristol. Okay. Well, I guess that could happen. Um, you know, some spoons, some spoons you can only use in um, uh, when it's sunny, Yeah. No, I don't know where this is going, but I know that I don't like it already. <laughs> Sometimes you can get all weather spoons. That's, uh... Oh, heaven's sake. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, you know how everyone's got cutlery they hate? What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not have, like, forks and spoons? You're like, I'm not putting that in my mouth. Horrible. No. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have one set of cutlery. It's all the same. It's <laughs> from my kid. people had. Because I've just got a mishmash of things that I was taken from previous houses I've lived in. Yeah, you got given the same set of IKEA cutlery by our parents that went, as well, I sure did when I went to university. Why didn't you just use that? What's that? Well, I've got, that's probably part of what I've got, but I've got lots of cutlery. Okay. And then some of those teaspoons, I'm like, no, thank you. Throw them <laughs> out. Throw them, I could throw them out. But they are, they're all right for like removing tea bags from a mug. And these forks are okay for like, you know, whisking an egg or something. You're in a whisk. <laughs> you probably own like, you... I, if I, I'm, okay here we go so it's the uh, the traditional CZ movies um, whisk <laughs> guessing contest um, I'm going to say that you own five whisks um, well I only own two handheld whisks and one electric whisk that has two whisk implements I, on it I own that many whisks <laughs> and I've got a zhuzh which isn't really a whisk right how do you know, yeah. how, how do you know about that sign have you done a Whisk assessment? <laughs> no. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like most people have cutlery they hate. That's just the thing. I don't think that's a th- I'm, I've occasionally had mugs I didn't like drink of, but I've tended to get rid of them. Mm. But I have. Well, I can't even, get rid of some of these folks because, like, I need them if I have pure, like six fuel to dinner or something. Okay. Okay. Or five fuel to dinner. And, like, maybe they won't hate these folks, but I didn't, because I didn't. Whilst I'm certain that people hate forks, I don't know if they all hate the same forks. What? Or like a shapely fork. What? Is it the shape or the, the texture or the... It's like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's a bit too, like, mm. It's just like a bit too, I know, flat maybe, or just like a bit blah. <laughs> or yeah, just like not... when I'm at a friend's house and I'm, eat, <laughs> and I'm eating stuff, I'm like, well, this meal was a lovely meal and the company's great, but the fork he gave me was really blah. <laughs> it's just not, I think that it's not like curved enough maybe or just like like I want a nice rounded like friendly fork not like a sort of spiky you don't want a spiky fork I don't spiky people will know what I mean you're think, you're thinking, <laughs> I think you're thinking of spoons to be honest <laughs> um, just, just if they're a bit I'll show you next time you visit I'll show you the forks I like and the ones I don't like okay and just I mean I know that uh, <laughs> I'm not a man who often um, suggests wildly throwing money to the breeze but maybe Get rid of the forks you don't like and buy more of the ones you do. <laughs> then you're, everything's good. Yeah, no, definitely good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, yeah. You're saying I should give a fork? What? <laughs> away. Wow, this is... Give a fork away. dangerously PG all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. But we're skirting on that edge. It's like that novel, um, Extremely Loud... And incredibly close, or extremely close, and incredibly loud, or incredibly close, and extremely loud, etc. I, I think you're right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where the kid is always like, shiitake mushrooms, etc. Yeah. I did not mm. see the film. Probably it was bad. Well, neither did I, but I have read the book. It's about 9 11, right? Yeah. Oh, we've gone over an hour now. Not from all the stuff I'm cutting out. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the things, one of the problems with this podcast, Simon, is that we sometimes refer to the current date, which probably takes us a month I mean, to edit. You very expressly did that. Yeah, and I do quite a lot. I, I, mostly me. But one of the other problems is when we say, well, that's an hour. And then when I've cut out loads of stuff, it's like, it's somewhere in the 57 minutes and you just look like, oh. <laughs> anyway, you could just cut me saying that's an hour. <laughs> I suppose. But as I say, you look like a fool. <laughs> it's really. I don't know whether you listen back to these when I've when we've done them, do. but my editing standpoint is very much what makes you look fool. <laughs> is it? No, it's not. <laughs> I didn't cut anything. No, except for I'm going to cut the bit where you fed your cat.
people enjoy that bit. A bit of, a bit of local colour. Well, like the, the two minutes of silence while you go and feed your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit of local colour. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't filling people in with like a running narrative of that. Maybe I should have been. I can edit it in later. Edit that in, yeah. <sighs> well, it's been another successful podcast. We even missed out some of our famous segments, though. We did. Um, Next time. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. If you love our segments, Do You Remember When? and Celebrity Impressions, you can catch them in our next podcast. And Desert Island People. Oh, Desert Island People, of course. I've forgotten. That's that that not yeah. a bad one. Um, <laughs> like the other is a trash. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, despite that, we have successfully managed to put the win into it. Win. Win. <laughs>